Hello, hello, my fellow historians and chasers of weird, interesting, and possibly unknown facts. I'm your host, Emmy, and this is History is Weird, Episode 2, Pringles and Their Creator. Now, I know Pringles are a whole lot different than the U.S. presidents, but this is History is Weird. Things are gonna get weird, especially in this episode. So, strap in, open your mind, and get ready to learn. Before we start, I just want to say no. I am sadly not sponsored by Pringles. Pringles, if you're out there listening to this, my first question will be, why are you spending your time listening to a podcast with absolutely no budget recorded by a university student out of their dorm room. I mean, if you are, thank you, but still, why? If you are listening, my second question would be, do you maybe possibly want to sponsor me? I will make all of the Pringles-related episodes you want me to. Just pay me back in Pringles, that would be lovely. I doubt that that will ever happen, but... Guess it doesn't hurt to hope. Anyways, now, moving on to the magic of Pringles, how and why they were created, and some weird facts that you probably didn't know about this iconic stable of parties and gatherings across the globe. In 1956, consumers across the US were sick and tired of eating their chips out of a bag. They complained that the chips were always way too greasy and that the bag was always filled with mostly broken bits. So, Procter and Gamble got to work on solving the problem. They hired a chemist by the name of Frederick J. Bauer to take on the job. Bauer worked tirelessly trying to figure out a way to make sure that the chips didn't break when they were stored. Bauer came up with a saddle-shaped chip. For all of you math geeks out there, the specific shape he chose was a hyperbolic parabola. The goal of this was that to make sure they didn't break when correctly sealed in a cylindrical can. And guess what? It worked. Thus, the Pringle is born. Our first weird history fact stems from the name of Pringles itself. When they hit the store shelves in 1968, Procter & Gamble dubbed the chip Pringles New Fangled Potato Chip. Yeah, you heard me right. They called it Pringles New Fangled Potato Chip. Little to say, they were a flop until the 1980s until they finally got rid of the New Fangled Potato Chip part and just went by Pringles. Also, to this day, no one is really sure where the name Pringles came from. One legend states that the company wanted a name that started with P for potatoes, so they leafed through a local phone book and found a road called Pringle Drive, and that's how they came up with the name. But another, less random theory deduces that they were named after Mark Pringle, an inventor from Amsterdam who made a machine that standardized the processing and slicing of potatoes. I feel like the latter theory is definitely more plausible, but 
I have no idea what's true because, you know, history? History is weird. Our next weird fact about Pringles is that according to the FDA, Pringles are not actually potato chips. This is because Pringles are made out of, de out of dehydrated potatoes and not slices of fried potatoes. Because of this ruling by the FDA, Pringles could not call themselves potato chips or advertise their products as such. So, to do away with any kind of confusion surrounding what Pringles are, they declared themselves to be potato crisps, which is a distinction that they still use to this day. If you go on to Pringles' official website, it says something about being the everyone's favorite crisp. Just a very quick aside before we move on, but the mascot of Pringles, Julius Pringle, has a very oversized mustache, but no mouth to eat the product he advertises so tirelessly. I mean, if I was advertising something, especially a food, I would be, I would want to be able to eat it. Like, I'm sorry, Julius, that sucks, man. Moving right along with the weirdness, there are over 100 different flavors of Pringles worldwide, with 25 of them being sold in the U.S. Some of the weirdest flavors I was able to find while researching this episode were prawn cocktail, cheeseburger, mayo cheese, seaweed, flame grilled steak, mozzarella sticks and marinara, king crab, pecan pie, eggs benedict, American roast chicken, loaded baked potato, sugar cookie, and roasted caramel. Now there are a lot more weird and just interesting, to put it lightly, Pringles flavors out there, but if I went through all of them we would be here all day. While I would be willing to try some of those, most of them just sound plain weird. Also, there are many different cultures around the world, and a lot of these, what I and other Americans would consider to be weird, flavors come from Japan and Asian countries. That's just their culture and everything. And finally, last but not least, the weirdest of all the weird facts about Pringles and their creator. Frederick J. Bauer, the inventor of Pringles, is buried inside a Pringles can. I'll say that one more time just to let it sink in. Frederick J. Bauer, the inventor of Pringles, is buried inside of a Pringles can. Before he died in 2008, Bauer asked his children to cremate his body and put his ashes inside of a Pringles can and then bury it. So, when Bauer died in May of 2008, his children honored his wishes. According to a New York Times interview with them, his children went to Walgreens, bought a can of Pringles, the original flavor of course, emptied it out, put their father's ashes in it, and buried it somewhere in Arlington Memorial Gardens in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's just 
crazy. There is a man, specifically the inventor of Pringles, buried inside his own invention. I mean, if I made something that cool and still is around today, I would probably want to be buried in that too. But one day, I hope to go there and see if I can find the grave of the man who invented the Pringles can and was so proud of his invention that he asked to be buried in it. And with that, we have made it to the end of episode two of History is Weird, Pringles and their creator. This episode would not have been possible without the man behind the man buried in a Pringles can and other strange Pringles mysteries by Mark Blitz, the top popping history of Pringles by Caitlin Hitt, the official Pringles website, and 10 of the weirdest Pringles flavors ever invented by Elizabeth Borgoni. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, want to talk about history, or have a recommendation for something you want me to talk about in a further episode, you can email me at historyisweirdapodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is historyisweirdapodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, my fellow historians, this is History is Weird.